Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My Talkers, thanks for hanging out with us on this cold and just chilly Monday, but no worries. Lori and Julie are here to heat it up with a little Sex Monday, of course, which is my favorite segment of the week. We've got a Dirt Alert with Holly coming up, and we've got, some, <laughs> we've got some tickets coming up here to give away. You guys just got to listen in. All right, so let's do it, people. Birds do it, bees do it. Mm-hmm. Lori and Julie and Grant are going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we doing, Granty? Well, we're going to do a little uh, contest, a little trivia contest. So we need some listeners to call in. We'll take the, f- uh, we'll take caller three, four, and five, okay. and I'm going to have one question for you guys. It's multiple choice. Six five one six, six four, four one one zero oh, seven. And what is Thank the you. contest for? The contest for is a pair of tickets to see Keith Urban on November fifth. It's uh, next November the tw- of 2022 at Excel Energy Center. Now tickets for this go on sale this Friday, se- December 10th at 10 a.m. He is closing out. The North American tour on a Saturday. On a Saturday at Excel. So it's going to be a crazy because it's like their last night and they've been on the road for nine months. And the tickets are going to sell out immediately. Immediately. So this is a big deal. So we're doing this every day this week. So good. All right. God, I wonder how many times we've seen Keith Urban. A lot. A lot. We really he's love him. Really, he's really so good. He's, he's so, so good. The even last Casey, time was on my birthday. Yes. And even Casey he was kind of like, you know, he was ho-hum about it. And then he was like, that man puts on a show. And he can play guitar and he can sing a cover. And he's got a great band. He's got energy. Yes. And he likes people. And he's nimble and he looks good. Mm. And he is a great guitar player. He is. And good singer. Yeah, okay, we love it. is lining everybody up. All I'm right. so glad that the BTS... Boys are getting, I love what they call it, a period of rest. Mm-hmm. A period of rest. It will, uh, they have tirelessly committed themselves to their activities, uh, i.e., you know, making Building, money. Making, being a boy band. Being a boy band is exhausting. But, yeah, it's it says they're going to spend their holiday season with their families for the first time since their debut album in 2013. The fact they note that in the official pr- press statement... I 100% believe it. Oh, 100%. They've probably been making videos and stuff, and they just need to put on the brakes and maybe, you know, one of them, uh, the one kid who speaks uh, English. English really well, talked to Harry Styles, and Harry reassured him, you can take a break. Yeah, people will still remember you. Yeah, you know. You did good, kids. Yeah, because uh, how long can you pursue it? Okay, we got our know. people. We right, do. Dad. We have them all lined okay. up. All right, who's our first contestant? So our first contestant is Kimberly. Kimberly! Hi! Hi! We're excited for you. Good luck. 
Okay, Kimberly. Now, if you can answer this multiple choice question correctly, you will get the Keith Urban tickets on November 5th, 2022 at Excel Energy Center. Keith Urban was given a nickname by his father, Robert. What was the nickname given to Keith Urban by his father? Answer A, pick like guitar pick. Answer B, the rocker from down under. Answer C, suburban. And answer D, rue like kangaroo. Uh, D. D is incorrect. I'm sorry, Kimberly. That is not the correct answer. Appreciate you taking the time to call in. We're going to go Kimberly, to... we're crushed I for you. I know it. I Damn know. It. Damn it. That was kind of a hard, uh, that was a hard question, Grant. It is. Well, now we know she guessed D, so let's going to continue onward here. We're going to see if Remy can... Did we get a new question? Nope, it's the same question. Oh, for so crying out loud. Yeah, so okay. it, it works out. She okay. didn't get it right, so let's see if uh, we can... Now we're going to get uh, Remy on the phone. Remy, how you doing? Hi, I'm good, thanks. Okay, Remy, you're playing for these Keith Urban tickets. It's the same question that Kimberly got. What nickname was given to Keith Urban by his father? Choice A, pick like guitar pick. The rocker from down under is B. Suburban is C. And D was Rue Like Kangaroo, but that was Kimberly's. That was incorrect. Does Remy get to have a lifeline? No, no we've, no. Got, we've got four callers. <laughs> we've got this under control. Just, I, Remy, just, what uh, is it, A, B, C, or D? A, B, or C. B. What is it? B as in boy. B as in boy. boy. No, the rocker from down, down under, under is not oh, the correct no. one, but that is a good guess. There's Very only good two guess. guesses left. All right, who's our next oh, contestant? Remy, I'm so sorry. sorry. I wish you could have given me a lifeline. I would have given you the right answer. Kimberly, we're sorry for you, too. All right, bye. Thank you, Kimberly. All Maybe right. tomorrow we'll get it. We'll give them an opportunity to do a lifeline, and then they can gamble on one of us guessing it right. And then it adds a whole new then, level all right. of stress. I like that. I, I'm a game show person. I like that. Up. I can oh, tell. I like it. Not only the gal who knows the most about the talk shows, she's a game show oh, person. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we've got Mike with us right now. Mike. 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 Your Mike. chance here hey, to win. Hey. hey. Okay, you got two choices. I hope you make the right pick for your Keith Urban. Otherwise, tickets. Jason, our fourth caller, will win by, you know, default. default. Okay. Here we go. Keith Urban was given the nick this nickname by his father Robert. It's either pick like guitar pick or suburban. That's the two answers. I am going to say pick. Oh, oh, it was not no. pick. I'm sorry, Mike. Oh, no. Jason wins by default. default. Thank you for ha- calling in, Mike. Thank you. Oh. Let's talk to Jason. Mike. All right. Jason. Jason, you're our winner. <laughs> nice job for uh, just Jason, hanging out. Jason, did you know the answer to that? You know, I would actually, I was going to say say that, yeah. Suburban. Suburban. Why? Yep. You Google that. Well, that's where I'm heading right now, I guess. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's, that's kind of funny. That I, he was the second of two sons, so that's why the family joked and called him Suburban. Sub. Oh, of course, people. Yeah. Yes. What a, it was hidden in there. I yeah. know. Jake, I just am now picking up on that. There and you we, go. we knew the answer. I would have steer, steered that, la- that guy, Jason, to pick. I know it. And then I would have made somebody lose, so yeah. yeah. Jason, who are you going to take? Oh, my lovely wife, of course. Oh, my gosh. Do you guys like Keith Urban? Yeah, he's great. Have you ever seen him in concert? I have not, no. Oh, you're in for a treat. Yeah. 
Tell your wife to wear good underwear or no underwear. Your pick, your choice. <laughs> Maybe she'll wear them there and leave without them. There you there go. Well, all right. Well, Grant will get all your information. Thanks for everyone. She probably for wears good underwear all the time anyway. You know? right. She has underwear awareness. Not like that one guy. <laughs> Okay, Curb. that's what I want to talk about with you guys. All right, so Grant, hurry up and get the information because okay. I want you to listen to this conversation. So before we go there, okay? Yeah. Did you look at Seth Rogen on that red carpet looking like uh, like Spicoli or something? Like he was the super blonde on the red carpet for... Don't look up. Yes, in New York. And he was wearing... He's super tan and blonde and he his girlfriend so is wearing the same suit. Yeah. Did you know his... That was, um, I, I, I never like a couple that dresses it, like, it, no, I Unless don't. they're going to like a gopher football game or a Vikings, couples yes. can dress Not like Not on a red carpet. Boring. I don't want to wear the same tuxedo <laughs> as my boyfriend, and I don't want to see him in a gown. You know? Okay. So there's a new show kicking off tonight called Landscapers. Oh, I've already DVR'd okay. this crazy show. Tell me about it's it. On I HBO. know nothing. It's an unusual true crime drama that stars Olivia Coleman. Drama. Did I call that a drama? Drama, yeah, drama. Okay, so basically what it is is she and her husband have their British couple and they've harbored a dark secret for a long time. And the secret is basically her dreadful parents have been buried in their backyard for 15 years. They buried them there without uh-huh. anyone knowing that they were dead and they're still getting money or something? We don't know all those facts, okay. but I think you could be right. And the character's name is Susan, and she retreats when she's forced to face... Olivia Coleman, right? The music retreats into a fantasy world reflecting her obsession with mm. vintage Gary Cooper movies. Mm. So it switches back and forth to black and white and blah, blah, blah. But before... I've been waiting. I've been waiting to talk to both of you guys about this all day because I caught up with Curb. <laughs> I caught up on Curb. Yeah, and and my favorite and Grant and I know you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, mm-hmm. and Lori watches it. Yeah, hang up on Jason Grant. You have his information. Jason, we gotta go. We're yep. talking. I'm here. Okay, so my favorite thing, and I think we've all been at this dinner party. Where oh. someone sits, monopolizes. monopolizes the conversation over <laughs> dumb crap about their cell phone yes. or their doctor yes. appointment or something yes. that isn't an all play for yes. the group. Yes. yes. So they're, uh, they're terrible. They should be set on an end if right. you're going to be that kind of conversationalist. Right. So the character who's sitting on the end, who's hosting it, takes, um, you know, Larry David's character said, we got to go to the kitchen in conference. Mm-hmm. And there she's like. We need you to middle. Susie Essman. Yeah, she's yeah. like, we need you to middle. And he's like, what are you talking about? We need you to middle. He's failing miserably. He's middling and he's the conversation sucks and no one's included. And right. I just got the biggest kick out of sitting in the middle of a table. You have a responsibility. Yes. And we need you to middle. I left so hard yeah, no it's so because true. it's such a true statement of where people sit you think the end people have control they don't because you can only talk to the people right by you so the middle person on, is key is to key keeping conversation flowing, flowing. In <laughs> on circle, both sides so. in a circle and it's good and you don't put somebody dull or detailed in the middle it was hysterical yeah. we need you in the middle and then the other conversation or shy yeah. right Shy, dull, doesn't, doesn't know people. You need a lively personality. Because everyone has a friend who's, who tells you too much detail. You know? Um, or wants a personal... But like, they tell you too much. Yeah. All their stories involve too many details. They want to tell you every 
what someone is wearing, and then what they were thinking, and then where they were eating. All these details that no one cares about, which is terrible in the middle. So we need you at a middle, but the other thing that made me laugh so much, and one of his first questions about a middle, because they all have a person that's um, suffering, dying from stage 4 cancer. Mm. All right, what stage do we take our cancer patients seriously? When do we listen to their wisdom? Right. If they're at a stage 3, do you care what comes out of their mouth? Only if they're a stage four. I mean, they have the horriblest, most <laughs> yeah. thickest no, no, Larry yeah, David conversations. The best conversation. Yeah, yeah. It, but you, when I they go so. off on a something oh. that is an improv thing, like when, the underwear with the chiropractor, the, the underwear when <laughs> Seth and the Seth Rogen and Larry David went outside of the studio when they were going back and forth on that conversation. That was all improv, you know, like. He's, he's brilliant. brilliant. Absolutely he really brilliant. He's brilliant, but he's How he so looks at life. bad in, the, sh- so in the short woman who picked him up at the airport. Mm-hmm. He's like, Calls. oh, no, that was hysterical, too. Yeah. Oh, the ba- I just watched the one this weekend where he went to go to have lunch with his friends at the chicken place, oh, but it's an anti-Semitic chicken place, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he tries to tell his friend to take his yarmulke off, and then they all cheer him as he comes in, no. and he gets the waitress's oh. number, and he's like, no. oh, my God. It's he's just, so inappropriately yeah. bad and funny. It's yeah. so funny. I know. It's too bad that he's remarried with all of his money, Joey, because I would have liked Lori. you to have met him. Lori, I would have... He would have liked you a his lot. His thigh he would like you a lot. is the size of my pinky. Okay, but Julia, but he's laying down. He feels bigger. Okay. <laughs> He's. I. I'm telling you, if you guys don't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, this season is it's, brilliant. It's on fire. The it middle. Fire. The middle, though. So it's holiday time. So everyone think yeah, about that. Think, who gets to who sit, gets in the middle? sit in the middle? Make sure you put the one with the good personality. <laughs> <in the> good <laughs> stories. Yes. <laughs> All right, listen. We got to go. It's time for the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Holly, welcome back. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, we've got a lot of dirt to talk about this Monday. Uh, Drake has withdrawn his two 2022 Grammy nominations today. This is according to a rep for the Recording Recording Academy. Excuse me. They're confirming to Variety, but Drake's people are not responding to requests for comments. So sources tell Variety that this decision was made by Drake and his management, and the Grammys honored the request. I mean, what does that mean? That means he just doesn't. He was nominated for Grammys, and then he said, I'll, "I take back my nomination. I don't Why? accept it. I don't want it." Why? We don't know. Is it because of the everything week- going on with Astroworld? No, or I think it's the weekend because of the snub that happened the weekend. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about all of this. Like, is he doing it out of peer pressure? Is he doing it because it's he really means it? I, I to me, it's just like if I'm his publicist and his manager and stuff, I would just. I would advise him not to do this at all. So Drake was one of five (laughs) nominees for Best Rap Album for the album Certified Lover Boy and for Best Rap Performance for his song Way Too Sexy. Now, rather than giving Drake's nomination to somebody else, the Academy's just going to say, in those categories, we only have four nominees. I mean, to me, like, are they just they just don't want to have the Grammys have any credibility anymore, and so this is what the artists are going to do? Yeah, well, you know, the Recording Academy has some drama. The weekend does not, who was snubbed. He was snubbed. He was very much snubbed. But, I mean, the Grammys have been snubbing people and giving good and bad awards for years. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of 
alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I don't know. Do you just have the whole thing? You just say, maybe I don't want to participate in it anymore. Yeah, I guess. I think it's to me, stupid, he's it's getting snobby. more more played by dropping out than he would have gotten. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he wanted to get people talking. I think it's selfish. All right. So there you go. What do you think, Holly? Uh, I mean, I understand the protest against the Recording Academy yeah. just being like, hey, maybe this is an, an organization that I want to participate in. Yeah. And then, you know, that's their choice. They right. don't want to, then that's okay. And he just had and two nominations And I guess he sells enough year. albums. He's still yeah. the guy. My he, gosh. Oh, he's fine. He's one of the biggest artists on the planet. Yeah. That Drake there. Yeah. And just like that comes out this week, you guys. Mm-hmm. And so we're getting a lot of stories in the lead up of that debut over on HBO this Thursday. Okay. Mr. Big himself, Chris Noth, says, I'm very protective of Sarah Jessica Parker after she was targeted in the nasty feud between SJP and Kim Cattrall. Oh, yeah, he did speak up about that, and he did take SJP's side. Yes, he did, so go in the Wayback Machine. Three years ago, Kim Cattrall slammed Sarah Jessica Parker, accusing her of sending insincere condolences following the death of her brother. Mm-hmm. And so there were lots of... you know you're on somebody's bad side when they just call you out on social media for sending you condolences about the death of a family member. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So, you know, uh, out doing press, Chris Noth told The Guardian that of Kim Cattrall and her behavior, he just said, I have to tell you, I have absolutely no idea what her thinking is or her emotions. He said, I do know that I'm very close with SJ... Just called her SJ. Mm-hmm. And he said, Kim's descriptions of her don't even come close. I liked her. I thought she was marvelous in the show. And some people move on for their own reasons. I don't know what hers were, speaking to Kim Cattrall. And he goes yeah. on to say, I just wish this whole thing had never happened because it's so sad and uncomfortable. Right. And he said, I just don't see anyone talking down yeah. about SJ because she's a target and people can be nasty. Mm-hmm. So it's very diplomatic of Chris very, to say very, that. Very, very, very. But, you know, he's not getting involved in the mess and nobody... Probably nobody really knows, but uh, the four of them. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, he probably very sincerely is just like, look, I it's, know her this way and, and I'm going to speak to that. Yeah, and, mo- and most guys, I mean, they're, they're, they don't want to get involved in that. They don't even want to know. Yeah. They don't even want to know it. Well, and there you go. Yeah. And just like that. And just like that on Thursday. On Thursday. And then we're going to get once a week deliveries. Is it three like episodes that drop? The first night, I want to say maybe two. two. Okay, you know, do two. Yeah, don't get excited for yep. three. It's just going to be a two, two episode drop, and then every subsequent week it's going to be a is for another you know streaming service, not for HBO Max. That's They're right. going to make it work for it. That's right. Hey, speaking of streaming services. Sylvester Stallone is finally making his way to a streaming service show. It's going to be a new drama series. Now, this series is set in the present day, according to Variety, Mm -hmm. and it follows New York City legendary mobster Sal, who is played by Sylvester Stallone. Perfect. 
Perfect. Who is faced with the task mm. of reestablishing his Italian mafia family to the modernized city of Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, because it is a perfect role for him. Yes, yes. Because if you didn't know, Kansas City was a hub for mm-hmm. the mob, the halfway point between New York and Las Vegas. That's right. Back in the day. And Sylvester, I mean, he's the perfect age. He kind of looks like he's been boxing slash having surgery you know, yeah, <laughs> he's got <laughs> hormones, human growth hormones, etc. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he's got a his, his visage is very um, taut. Well, yeah, and bronzed, and and yeah, it's ruddy. It's it's. it's, it's I don't want to go so far as to say wax because there's some texture there, but it's it's very. He's arresting to look at in person because he's not that tall, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and back in the day. People must have, women must have fallen down on the carpet. Oh. He was so handsome and hot, just reeked of sex. Well, he got his start in porn movies. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. I mean, he, when you look at a picture of him in 1977, it's just like, you're going to need a fan. Okay. (laughs) Now, this show is called Kansas City. We don't know when it's going to be out, but this is Sylvester Stallone's first regular television series of his entire career. Wow. Yeah, that's something. And, you know, he was so good in Creed and Rocky. And I really enjoy, yeah, I always would think he would like show up on Ray Donovan or something. But yeah, this is the first time he's going to be on TV. I guess he doesn't, he hasn't needed the money. No, he doesn't need the money. He's doing just fine. It's Rocky money. Yeah. Yeah, you have Rocky franchise money and Rambo franchise yeah, money right. and Expendables franchise right, money. I mean, right. You know, he has done a lot. But I am suppose it's, you know, you look at people, I would look to the success of Kevin Costner's Yellowstone. Yeah. As a prime example of like, oh, I want to get into this realm. This is a dramatic role for Sylvester Stallone. And and people love this kind of, this is the kind of show show that a lot of people like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's keep with the streaming service shows Mm -hmm. because it was announced this afternoon that Colin Farrell is getting his own show on HBO Max. Okay. That's why we have pictures of him running in his purple shorts. Thank you for posting those. But why does Colin Farrell have to play the ugly penguin in the Batman series on a TV thing where he's in prosthetics? Why don't they just get some old? fat character actor of that age to play the penguin. Why don't you stand up and down and stop on your feet? <laughs> you know Lori, what I mean? Lori's being so dramatic. But really, you guys, I don't get it. Well, that was the argument. That, so, Lori, since we're on this topic, <laughs> that was the argument that was made about Jared Leto in yes, House of Gucci. Yeah. Why get Jared Leto? They could have had Paul Giamatti. They could have, or any number of character yeah. actors. Instead, they slapped a, a bald cap on Jared and, Leto. And, and Pockmark, and I don't know. Jeez, uh, Colin you mean, you're Farrell, just saying, your agent can do better. Maybe ah. not. But it's Batman money, right? That's right, Batman money. All right, that's the dirt today. Thank you. Mm-hmm. As if men... Needed any more good news in the D department. All right, what is it? Listen, it's going to be an event in a machine now? Well, no, but this is pretty unbelievable. Okay. Only because um, it has been a six-year study at the Cleveland Clinic here in the United States examining <laughs> the medical data okay. of 7 million men in their 70s, and tracked them for six years. Wow, that's a lot. And the results showed that the dudes 
who popped the little blue pill known as Viagra, known as uh, uh, Insta Boner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Attention. Um, we're mm-hmm. 69%. No pun intended. Less likely. I know. And the fact yeah. it's 69. Yeah. 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 But they were 69% less likely to develop. Alzheimer's. Really? So the more sex you have, the less likely you are to develop Alzheimer's? Or the blue pill. Taking Viagra. It's the ingredient in Viagra, which is filled in This is not good news for you. No, this is good news and bad news for people, depending on who you are. You know, there were already, already, you know, that the fact that men... Who have the most basic sex organ of any creature? <laughs> it hangs outside of your body. It responds to hands and, touch. and liquid and touch, and <laughs> you can see it and you can feel it, and you already know it does a great thing. It pees, and you can shoot it at people. I mean, as if your life couldn't get any more glorious. Then you know. Then you get a pill that makes you get an instant right? Which maybe at the same time that. Uh, the people that you wish were like, you know, going, well, maybe your thing should age like everything else. Why right. does every, I don't want you to have a 23 year old boner, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. Who doesn't though? You I know, mean. but, eh. but, but they last longer, I think too. I don't know though. Yes, exactly. So, so now uh, this is what I'm saying. So, so now if men know, now they have, now they know if I take the blue pill, it, Sixty-nine percent. This is going to see guys just walking around with hard-ons all over the place oh, just to right. keep themselves from getting. I mean, into- would they get any more good but, news? But this might be devastating news for some women. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm thinking because I know people who are afraid of getting Alzheimer's if it runs in the family, and now they're going to walk around with wood. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's it doesn't go away quickly. No, I've not. No. I, I don't no, have experience doesn't. with it, but I. Yeah. Is that it? It. I mean, doesn't well, it last too long? Which is that's a good. You know, the, the weekend. weekend. Yeah, the, the weekend, and they would advertise it. So I think the Viagra is like. I think that you take it like like four hours, like you would do a prebate kind of a thing. You might you might pop that thing, you know, in at six. Mm-hmm. You know, and hoping that every you know you're going to be having hands in the pants by ten or whatever but your does hour it is. Hold besides yes. making you get erection, does it, it gives hold the blood erection? flow. But it, does yeah, it, it keep keeps it long? the it as keeps long the as it's going. Bone. Yeah, as long as it's going, it keeps the blood flowing. It keeps they it say. hard. Yes. It keeps you from not having a wilted willy in yes. the middle. of it I understand all. that, but yeah. I mean, does that mean it, it, it can go on? It can go well. No, no. It can. Let him. I've taken it. I've taken it. I've taken it, and it. It doesn't, and it has, and not for me, but it can stay forever, which is then you have the problem. But no, you can go up and down with it. Let's mm. just put it that okay. way. And for those four to six hours That's that it's right. in your body, you can go up and down with That's it. That's right. You, you don't can, have to stay uh, in it. You can be like a younger man again. You can yes. get okay, hard again. But, so you could have a couple ejaculations. Yes, yes. yes. and you're not going to be stuck in full attention the entire time, mm-hmm. let's just say. So okay. That's a problem. There's never a reason for a guy, like whenever I've had a girlfriend say, oh, you know, I really like this guy, but he can't keep it up. I'm like, you got to talk to him about Viagra. Well, maybe there's maybe, another medical reason. Well, maybe, but you should at least have the conversation because a lot of guys are shy about this. How do the they, women of America feel? about this this is a big number Lori. Julia. this is going to increase the prescriptions <laughs> uh, yeah as Triple. soon as this gets out in the mainstream media i'm bringing to you first because i subscribe to the cleveland clinic research 
journalist. It's kind of a compilation. <laughs> I get quarterly. <laughs> and this was in the year-end report. And it just hasn't made its I way to people. In CBS and ABC, people don't really. Because it is used, you know, I mean. Here's a dummy. Here's a dumb Julia question, okay? Yeah. Just but call me. That's a, a lot. A third less likely. A third no, less that, likely. That's, that's a lot. That's like huge. Good so mm-hmm. so let's just say hypothetically you're alone and you're not in a relationship and you just take Viagra for yourself. So you can have a nice heart. Heart on. But you can. But so do you. No, but I'm not going to ask it out loud. I'm thinking it. Can I just ask it? Ask Go your for doctor it. how many times it? a day or how Can, many times a week you would take Viagra and they're going to say once or twice. Mm-hmm. You when know, as needed, as needed, basically. As, yeah. Remember from Beth when she was in Yellowstone and she goes, "If you need me not to know, you can go slip around the corner and pop that blue pill, and we can talk in twenty minutes." Right. So right. Viagra is more of an in the moment situation, right. whereas Cialis is, is a regular thing that so can. This is purely Viagra. Though. Purely Viagra. Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah. Purely Pfizer Viagra. Is and seven million the best Americans of their life. <laughs> yeah, uh, seven million men in their seventies and tracked wow. them for six years, and yeah. that's the number that they got. So, anyway, talk to your doctor. You think people would take it earlier. Also, because good it news does for those of you suffering from a cataract surgery. If uh, you have cataract surgery, you're thirty percent less likely to develop dementia. And I, that makes sense to me because, you know what, I think I was going out of my mind, too, if everything looked like gauze and Vaseline. Well, right. You know? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that can't be yeah. good for your health or brain or no. anything. Okay, so, all right, I have yeah, so many so, questions, but I'm not going to ask them. Just, I mean, I, just, I'm just saying, wait till this makes the mainstream no, I'm media telling and you. remember where you heard it here first. first yes. It'll okay. get the machine in a week, I bet. Oh, yeah, but just know yeah. that, you know, we were on top of it because of my journal reading, Julia. Okay. I went to the mailbox. Lori was on top of it, no pun That's intended. That's right. I okay. really, I'm thinking then, would, do you think people would start taking it younger when they don't need it if the results are like They'll that? They'll have to talk to their doctor and stuff, but yeah. this is very encouraging. And what they might do And is discouraging, that, depending on but, where you are. But what they'll do is that the main ingredient in the little blue pill, that sild, sildenafil. So, yeah, sildenafine or something. That yeah. could be a thing that they could make as a, a separate thing. pill. Right, for people okay. with that. That's what the implications are. It's That'd not awesome. going to be people are going to be popping Viagra, <laughs> but they're going to try and they think that is well, the isolating thing. Can we make that stronger sure. if someone had a family history? So it is, you know, but like just again, oh, joy to the D. Yes. <laughs> More good news for the D. Still waiting for good news for the P, but we're trying to get people with <laughs> their, you know, scrolls out of there. All right. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Oh, that was a good story for me. Yeah. I like okay. that one. I think this is great news because it, it runs in families. It does. It this does. is great news because a lot of people are afraid of it. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. And so, and men are more susceptible to Alzheimer's yes, uh, hereditarily. So that is, uh, you know, I did not mean to bury that little part of the story, but that is the ingredient they think mm-hmm. is the the science that will lead to a breakthrough Alzheimer's pill. That would be awesome. Wow. Yeah, and it just so happened, I think, too, that probably 69% of the dudes in their 70s just happened to be taking Viagra, and they just found this out by accident. Interesting. You know, because that would be my working theory. They found Viagra by accident. Yeah, they did. Yes, they did. Through a blood pressure pill. They found Botox by accident. Yeah. Yeah. So I think think they found... Parmesan by accident, but I meant penicillin. Right, right. (laughs) 
Parmesan. <laughs> That's good. Remember when they found Parmesan oh, cheese? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just stumbled they, upon it. Remember when they put it in a can, too? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, man. Lori, that is serious news. That's good. Serious, yeah, serious sex news with, you know, a really, a, like, a, they're, but, like, totally tripping about it. And probably... I would be, too. And it also does tell us, and so uh, guys should... I mean, that there is no shame in the Viagra game. None. None. As none. long as your partner is also un- agrees yep. with it or yeah. whatever. Because maybe your partner has a requirement or two. If you're going to do that, then you're also going to do this. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And for men, a lot of medications mm-hmm. cause other things. Right. Therefore, it's not like that, you know, that's why right. I try. I was taking a medication that a that side effect was that. So then I tried that and it. Like antidepressants, right? Yeah. Like Zoloft will yes, affect uh, exactly. erections. Yep. The firmness. Yep. You know all of the good stuff. <laughs> exactly. So I'm not ashamed. Men <laughs> shouldn't be. Men should not be ashamed <laughs> no, about that. No, you should. But I mean, because sometimes that is why a guy will say, "Oh, I don't want to take an, an antidepressant." Exactly. And so they don't realize that they do. It's you're lucky that you're so basic that you can take a pill that magically does that. Yes. You know, we are very blessed. Oh, I've tried to think of the miso horny pill for a woman, but I can't figure (laughs) out what the ingredients are. It's inside you, that's for sure. Yeah, I know, but it would be nice if there would be like a way to like, but we're just too complicated. We can't, it can't be done. No. It cannot be done. Not without a dirty mind anyway. That's true. Oh, for crying out loud. All right, we are taking a break. We'll be right back. Thank you, Grant. No problem. Thank you so much. All right, so here is a deal. Tonight, if you're looking, you know, it's a Monday night, I've already worked out, I've done my grocery shopping, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to be at home baking cookies for the cookie exchange, what else could you possibly be doing? (laughs) Hmm. Maybe you'd like to watch a Christmas special. So, a very boy band holiday is on ABC at 7 o'clock, and it features members of NSYNC, Joy Fatone, Chris Kirkpatrick, and Lance Back, Boys to Men, Wayna Morris, and Sean Stockman, New Edition, Bobby Brown, Michael Bivens, New Kids wow. on the Block, Joey McIntyre, Old Town, oh and 90 gosh. Degrees, Nick and Drew Lachey. I'm totally DVR so on this. This is on tonight. And then later tonight on uh, NBC at 9 o'clock is Michael Bublé's Christmas, and he's going to have Leanne Bridges. <laughs> I know. He's going to have Bublé. Leanne Bridges, who's fantastic, mm-hmm. and Camila Cabello, Jimmy Fallon, Kermit the Frog, and Hannah Waddingham, mm-hmm. who's from Ted Lasso. So yeah. that's on. Why does Kermit get so much airtime? Lori, we... It is a serious question. I, it's like Miss Piggy. I couldn't agree more. Miss yeah. Piggy was funny to get airtime. But his voice at that Kermit I, song, yeah. I just can't. I don't, I don't... I never enjoy... I will definitely fast forward over that part. I never. Too. I really don't really like cartoon characters interfering with our entertainment yes. with real people i'm I, with you there i, I don't want to watch a puppet sing i i really except for curmudgeons 
But we, we want to hear Wham! Yeah. Last Christmas. Oh, yeah, we do. We do. Can All right, we please other, hear that? No, other things yeah. that are happening. Oh, we're going to find our, like, it's like, where's Waldo? But find the host. People are going to win, like, money. We're having a good, like, for a, I even yeah. read about this contest, It looks guys. cool. Where's I the host? I read, read an email. Amy's email. Woo! But I just thought that is kind of a fun contest. We're playing like came the Elf on the Shelf. Elf on, on the Shelf. On it. our website starting tomorrow. And people yeah. have a chance to win a lot of money. Yeah. To find the host on the post. Host on a post. Host yeah. on the, like the web post. 5 o'clock on Friday, after 5.30 Friday afternoons. Big time. Yeah. We're going to announce the winners. I think this is so it's cool. It's very clever. I think so yep. too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I, getting it mixed up with Where's Waldo? But Elf on a Shelf is kind of the same thing. You're looking for it every day. Yeah, you are. You, know? you are. Here's something that's new. It's called VOIR, and it's a six-part... V-O-I-R, and okay. it's on Netflix. All right. And it's a six-part series of video essays that explore our personal connection with cinema hmm. and why movies loom so large in our lives. Could be kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Could be interesting. Other things that are happening tonight... God, I watched that uh, with Casey yesterday. We watched like three ep- episodes of that uh, Wheel of Time. Oh, mm. tell me. Tell That's me. on is Amazon, it, is right? Is it better than Game of Thrones or is it going to be good? Well, I mean, I've only watched three episodes. Um, well, of course, Casey, right away after three episodes, it's not as good a Game of Thrones because it's too female-centric. Oh, well, come Okay, on. he's such he a goomba that way. Honestly. He really is. really is. <laughs> and, you know, he felt that, that way about The Witcher, too. I know. It's oh, very female-centric. Really? But, but um, it is, I would call it a cross between Game of Thrones and Witcher. It's definitely in that sci-fi fantasy thing. And, nice. You know, the special effects are a, a kind of amazing. Um, and I don't know where this land is, this magical land that they're in. But I'm enjoying, I guess I like sort of a medieval fantasy, you know, yeah, these, yeah. the witches and the women of the White Tower. And I don't really know everything that's going right. on. But, you know, I'm enjoying the spectacle. Like I liked, uh, you know, Boobs and Dragons yeah, on HBO Boobs and, dragons. and Game of Thrones. Like yeah. this next Game of Thrones that we're going to see the prequel. There's going to be so many dragons. I hope the boobs keep up. Lori, <laughs> well, I do too. I, yeah. don't wanna, I don't want to see... We saw, you know, that was, Pete the Magic Dragon. We grew up with the dragon. I don't yeah. want to oh, watch yeah. dragons. Here's what I'm watching. What? But I just read that no one's watching it. What is it? It's called Hawkeye on Disney+. Plus. I oh. am. I like it, but now I'm seeing why Hawkeye is Disney Plus least watched live action show. Because nobody knows what it is. It, it's because you have Disney. Well, it's that. And if you look at characters in that Marvel sphere universe, he's probably bottom totem pole type. It's Jeremy Remmer. But Renner. Jeremy Renner, yeah, he's he's fantastic. He's so in good. It. And then the Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. I, I like thought it. it was about Hawkeye from MASH. No. no. It's, it's about a Hawkeye. Marvel character, and I don't know a, my Marvel. He's a marksman with an archer. Yeah, he's, a, okay. he's an archer, and he's he's an amazing archer. It's and, good. Yeah. yeah. The only Hawkeye that came to mind was the guy from MASH. And yeah. I just thought, oh, they're doing a thing. Okay. No, no. You know? This no. one's a spinoff of the Avenger Hawkeye. I so is it. everything on Disney Plus? In that's where they're getting their... Con- that's the, Right the now, content. their primary content, other than Marvel and Star Wars, that is already there, is just creating shows. Shows off of Marvel and Star Wars, so, and people like me are flocking to it. I mean, like crazy. I have to admit, I like this hockey, yeah. but I also read last week because um, someone said, "Why doesn't the 007 series go off?" And basically, great question. The, they did it once in the sixties on but, TV. Yeah, but uh-huh. basically, the people who own the rights to um, yeah. the Broccoli family mm-hmm. said it's too much work. 
it's too much content. We spent spent so much time on our movies, yeah, um, that we don't have. We don't want to do it. We right, just right. don't hmm. want to do it. A, we don't need the money. Right, and B, True. we want our movies to be top big. notch. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because they, they were asked a couple of weeks ago. I think what I had this. Fred say, "What would Fred, Fred Astaire, Astaire say about say, that?" Absolutely not. I don't want anyone talking about me. Right. Uh, Kill the character. Yeah. Well, if anyone saw the latest, Grant, you saw the last 007 movie, right? I did not. No. I, None of us saw it. Not, I saw you it. You saw it. That just, no, I don't even remember was, your review. It was, you watched it with your son. I you did. Movie night. It was good. It was good. Yeah. It was good, but it, there's a lot of speculation. Yeah. As opposed to ejaculation. Yeah, right. That was <laughs> earlier Monday. today. Thank you. That was earlier today. There's a lot of speculation. The, oh, it's coming back. There's no doubt. Sure, of course. Uh, this Just, is all part of the game. They have been doing this since the 60s. They were very the successful in this one. The speculation ejaculation over James Bond has been going on for years, <laughs> okay? And if you're going to listen we'll to it. our replay today, we had great guests. Yes. Marie Osmond and Patrick, the laundry evangelist in our first hour. All right, have a great night. Good job, kids. Job done. Off you go.